Welcome back, everyone, to the Life Endurance Podcast, where we explore how to tap into your full potential and examine everyone's experience in the greatest endurance race that we all partake in, which is life. Today, I'm very excited to share my first uh, interview conversation style episode for this podcast. Today's episode is a conversation with my friend Gina David. She's a certified health coach, a marketing consultant. She's helped a lot of people change their lives, primarily in the realm of losing unnecessary weight and helping develop and build healthier lifestyle habits into your routine. It's definitely one of those conversations uh, and the just, you know, subjects that I'm very passionate about. We could have sat there and talked all day, um, but I want to keep these podcasts into manageable chunks where people can listen to, get some value out of it, uh, and hopefully just enjoy and feel like they're part of the conversation. So with that, we'll jump right into the conversation. So joining me today is Gina David. She's marketing and business consultant, as well as a certified health coach uh, with Through It All. Uh, she's also a mother and uh, another avid cyclist on the podcast. Definitely a lot of those here in Iowa. There are. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little little bit about yourself, How maybe how you got into this line of work and uh, how that's going for you. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so I am an Iowan born and brewed, um, from Eastern Iowa back in the day and decided that, uh, Iowa state was going to be my course of, uh, college. And so went there for marketing and, uh, has Good been, deal. yeah, been that's, there. It's where I went and we just beat the Hawks this weekend. <laughs> so we're Which happy. Was a, yeah. I ended up going to the game, Austin. And, oh, nice. um, I typically don't, I haven't been to Kinnick stadium for 20 years or so. So, um, it was uh, intimidating. They're quite loud. I um, can't imagine how they played any type of ball there, but they did, and um, it was messy, and we won, so um, I'll take the win. Uh, although, again, it was very intimidating being there with all of them, so them being the Hawks. Uh, that's what I hear. <laughs> but I think that's probably every game, right? And they probably feel the same way about us when they come to Ames, but... Um, yeah, so I went to Iowa State uh, for marketing and um, have been doing that ever since. Uh, so it's been a, a few moons, 20 years in marketing, mm. um, in and outside of uh, corporations, uh, startups, uh, those that don't really have a name on the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward, decided in 2016 to incorporate my own uh, marketing firm. I'm a one-man shop and I work with different businesses throughout uh, the country, actually, uh, to bring their story to the forefront, talk to their audiences, and then grow their business. Um, And then two years ago, I uh, decided to weave in health services as well uh, to my services because I felt and experienced, both on the professional and personal side, that uh, we can do better in terms Mm -hmm. of our health. Um, We can uh, choose better, be better, find resources, and partner with individuals to be held accountable and create a healthy, positive environment, surroundings, um, that we can actually be our best self. And so um, there are many occasions where, uh, you know, the water cooler talk is quite negative. You have experiences that turn south and you can't be as productive at work or at home. Um, Or when you're out having fun, you choose differently than you would Mm -hmm. normally choose um, to be your best self. And so 
that was another reason why I chose to weave those services into my um, my company two years ago. And um, it's going well. Uh, they There's always a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. In every growing, s- growing your business, you also need to grow yourself. So I can see how that would line up together pretty well. Yes. I, I, yes, absolutely. Um, in fact, it holds me accountable too, Austin, just because... I know no judgment, no, you know, shame, no judgment, no guilt, no nothing. I mean, if people want to do that, that's their on, you know, their choice to do it. And I just hope that they choose, choose that to Mm -hmm. be a better person and, um, you know, choose, uh, the, you know, one of the tactics that we use is called stop challenge and choose. Um, it's a very simple concept, a simple concept to, um, in any situation, quite frankly, whether it's nutrition, hydration, motion, um, your mindset, whether we choose to surround ourselves in certain places and then sleep. And those are the six habits that we, as uh, certified health coaches, that we work with um, in terms of Mm -hmm. they're all foundational. So if we um, choose a stop and challenge ourselves to drink more water versus a different type of beverage, um, what's that going to, what that outcome is going to be better for yourself. You're going to sleep better. You're going to move better. So, um, it's just one simple tactic that we can do. And quite frankly, I've used that actually in the marketing in the marketing segment as well. So. Awesome. Yeah. So you're a, a certified health coach. So can you dive into what, what exactly it means to be become certified? Cause I know I'm sure people out of you know, a lot of people are in that industry. So what, what kind of sets somebody that's certified apart? I know just from listening to you that you, you invest a lot of your own time into mm-hmm. learning these things, putting yourself through it, going to um, large events that mm-hmm. continue your education on it. Yeah, I think anybody in this field, um, we have to choose to do more so that our clients and the people that we're with or helping can then navigate appropriately. So um, to be certified, so we partner with um, John Hopkins and Villanova to be certified. And so there's a series of, um, there's actually one um, specific test that we take. So studying, obviously, just like any other industry, hopefully, Mm -hmm. right? So you learn, um, which was outside of my normal education, but I'm usually reading and learning something every day. I always say, if you're not learning, if you didn't learn something today, it's not a good day. So always be learning. Um, but yeah, so it was a certification, um, a test that we studied for, uh, and, um, but constantly surrounding ourselves with those leaders in the industry to learn from them, obviously is, uh, a key strategy that I um, enjoy doing, I'm hungry for, and um, encourage my clients as well to surround themselves with those types of people as well. We have an annual conference uh, that we attend, um, all the coaches, and sometimes our clients will join us as well. And then there's uh, two or three, if not more, uh, other events that we uh, attend as well to um to surround, again, surround ourselves with the leaders, business leaders, mm-hmm. but then also from the health coaching perspective as well. So awesome. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm excited to dig into the, the more health coach side of things sure. today. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm a definitely a, uh, self-development junkie. <laughs> I love talking about this stuff, but I don't, I don't get to a whole lot. And that's sure. a big thing with any of my social media. I'm always trying to promote a healthier lifestyle, bring, bring awareness to the things that are holding people back. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that holds you back that you probably don't even realize mm. uh, is a factor. It's just you know it's just a part, normal part of life. Or mm-hmm. honestly, most of the inf- 
just influences out there are not really leading you in the best direction. So becoming more aware is a, obviously a key first key, step. For sure. I always call that the noise. Mm-hmm. How do we shut yep, out the noise? How noise do we turn off the noise? Yeah, it, there's a lot of influencers that we don't need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So no, okay. So on on the health side, yeah, I know one thing that you help people a lot with is losing weight. Yes. Um. So I wanted to get your take on. Okay, most people maybe think, oh, I want to lose weight. I should go find a uh, personal trainer, mm-hmm. which is certainly a good option. Sure. Um. But you know, maybe a lot of people aren't super into. They don't want to like as go really hardcore into working out or do anything extreme. So maybe uh, how you as a, a health coach rather than just strictly a, a personal trainer can get those results that people are looking for. Great question. And I think it's uh, pretty prevalent in our environments. And I think it always will be, unfortunately, that obesity rate is not going down. It's only mm-hmm. going up because we do have uh, the power to choose, except for we have the noise that's in our that's influencing us um, day to day. So um, it is possible. That's the message that I want to get across from that perspective is that it is possible. You don't have to go from the couch or the chair to doing the Boston Marathon in three months. That is, I mean, if you want to, great. If that's part of your goals and your dreams, fantastic. Um, That is possible. However, um, if you're just not that person, it's okay. It's okay to, you know, walk a couple extra steps um, and then progress. And one of the reasons to us and that I started my company is because we need to make progress. We, we don't need to be stuck. You know, a lot of people are stuck. You talked about the things that are kind of holding us back. Um, if we're not making progress, if I'm not making progress more than I'm, you know, 10% of what I did yesterday, I'm not being better for myself. And that's part mm-hmm. of me and my philosophy. But progress in terms of, you know, um, how can you do, how can you look at nutrition as a fueling? because our bodies are a machine. They operate and they have these big organs, just like the vehicle that you drive. It has an engine to get from point A to point B. And you want to do that in the most effective, efficient way, right? So you Mm -hmm. want to take the the path that's probably the the easiest or the closest um, from point A to point B, but then you also want to have the most fuel efficient, um, you know, gas in your tank, right? Put some bad gas in your tank. Yeah, I'm sure we've all had those weird car problems. <laughs> Same thing with your body. Same thing with your body. And so the the, the premise of our nutrition is really um, depending on your journey and where you're at. So that's a mm-hmm. huge um, disclaimer right there. Depending on where you're at, um, we want to just kind of investigate your situation. What was your situation? Like what's worked well for you? What hasn't worked well for you? What's your current landscape now? Mm -hmm. And then where do we want to go? So everybody is so different. um, And we would make recommendations based on where they're at currently, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and then Mm -hmm. where they were going to go from there. So there's so many diets out there yeah, and they can all work, but the best diet is just the one that works for you. Yeah, and we don't even use the reference to diet. We usually mm-hmm. say nutrition, and then how are we fueling with that nutrition? So, mm-hmm. you know, say for instance, just as an example, an individual who is 350 and we need to lose 200 pounds, say, um, you know, there's going to be phases of that journey. The mm-hmm. health journey is going to say, you know, what's your why? What is your motivation? Where do you want to go? Um, are you ready? You know, that's a big thing right there because there's going to be some stop and goes, there's going to be some plateaus. 
life happens as well. And so it's a struggle. But that's a case scenario that presents itself quite a bit in my world. Um, And then you also have those who want to lose the 10 pounds and the 25 pounds or 80 pounds. Um, And I can tell you those journeys are all based on the individual too. So what I would suggest, um, and this isn't, this is one big disclaimer, so it all depends on the individual Mm -hmm. and their medical background and their history too. So uh, that goes without saying, but I do need to say it. Um, You know, those six small meals each day to ensure that your metabolism is actually um, kind of fired up, right, is is key um, throughout the course of the day. So every two and a half to three hours is what we we recommend Mm -hmm. so that your pancreas is actually anticipating. It's systematic that your pancreas is going to love you as opposed to hate you, right? So if you're snacking all day, what's going to happen? I've had had just typically what I've done mostly for my fueling protocol. Mm -hmm. One, uh, One, I think the biggest benefit I had often was even if I'm not hungry, eating that planned portion every two to three hours. So then if you, if you're on top of that, you just don't even get hungry. Cause you know, when you're hungry, that's when you start making the bad decisions. Yes. You're so just grazing. staying on top of mm-hmm. it, like mm-hmm. it almost feels like I'm kind of forcing myself to eat that another portion of mm-hmm. chicken, rice, broccoli, whatever <laughs> boring, bland and meal then repeat. I, I yeah, <laughs> Rinse made and repeat. that day. <laughs> But then I was just, I wasn't even like hungry or tempted right. when I'm at Walmart and go through the mm-hmm. ice cream aisle because I've, I've stayed on top of it. And right. you you start to realize, okay, yeah, I don't need those things. Yeah, they taste good in the moment, but. Yeah, they do. But then it's also like, why are we eating this? It's because I have a weakness or there's pleasure or what mm-hmm. is it that we're choosing to eat the ice cream or the sweet or the you know, the extra bag of Doritos or whatever, right? So portion control, the plan, like you mentioned, the planned meals is, mm-hmm. is a key thing for the week or the day. Just focus in on that next, you know, the next 24 hours, what's that's going to look like for you? Um, and then repeat from there. So, mm-hmm. and I always, you know, I, I tell folks to Austin that, you know, we're only gifted today. So we can plan as much as we want to, but once you plan, focus on what's right in front of you so that we can, mm-hmm. you know, execute that based on, um, you know, what's literally what's what it was right in front of you. So, but stop, challenge and choose is always a good tactic that we use mm-hmm. <laughs> not to make you feel guilty at all, because, you know, there's, yeah. there's those points where, um, we need it, we want it. Yeah. Right. But then we also know, like you said before, you're aware. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're aware that we did that. So now what do I need to, what's the consequence, right? Yeah. Which is not a word that most people like to use these days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, everything has a consequence. It does. Consequence can be good or bad. Or bad, exactly. It can be a good consequence, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I first got into fitness in high school, I was definitely on the chubbier side. Um, and then one year, I decided to switch from golf to marathon running, you know, the obvious next step. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I didn't know squat about nutrition I just kind of like cut out some things I'm like well obviously this is better than that and Mm -hmm. then between that and running a lot I lost a bunch of weight Mm -hmm. and then now shoot 10 years later and I understand like macros a little more Mm -hmm. micronutrients actually dialing in your food Mm -hmm. and yeah it definitely helps if you understand kind of the why okay why did that work back in high school Mm -hmm. when I lost that weight Mm -hmm. now if I want to help somebody else I'm like okay this is actually why and it, it kind of blows my mind how people, it's not how that's like, especially just macronutrients, how to break that and like what good proportions are mm-hmm. isn't taught in school. I know, Because right? it's just like literally fundamental to your health. It is. And then you, you try to talk to people, they're just like, 
or uh, yeah, you know, I feel like I've hardly been eating anything and I just can't lose any weight. And then you look at them, one, they're like, okay, uh, they thought a serving of rice, of rice was a full cup where that's four servings mm-hmm. or they don't realize you know, Mount, a bottle of Mountain Dew is like two candy bars worth of sugar. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah calories like are that. not equal. Not all calories mm-hmm. are equal. They are definitely different. So understanding what the calories are, what the makeup of the food is, um, but then the structure of the food too, the structure mm-hmm. of the nutrition. Because I was like you as well. Um, sophomore in high school, I started doing some a lot of, a lot of running, right? Um, and so I was motivated by some other things and I just wanted, so health and wellness has always been part of my journey and it's fluctuated, um, you know, two pregnancies, um, so, you know, life, life happenings, if you will. And so mm-hmm. just keeping the mind, um, in front of the, you know, with the why partnered with the why, mm-hmm. you know, your why do you, why do you want to stay healthy? Why do you want to live the best life that you want to live? But, um, I came to a point where I was doing so much activity that I, you know, talked myself into, well, I can eat whatever I want. So if I eat whatever I want and I just mm-hmm. go and run, you know, three marathons and bike, whatever, and swim, I can just, you know, I can eat whatever I want. Well, no, it catches up to you. Eventually mm-hmm. it will. And if it hasn't, I promise you, <laughs> yeah, it will eventually. There's a but small it, point where like when I was training for my Ironman, yes. I mean, to a degree, I could almost eat whatever I wanted right. and it like wouldn't really affect me. But the core of my food was good yes. for you food. And that's another thing too, Austin, is that it may not affect you, affect you um, from a weight perspective, mm-hmm. but on the emotional side, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then the other elements of the makeup of our machine, our body, right? Mm-hmm. Your you stomach know. and your brain are a lot more connected than yes. people realize. Like, isn't there literally neurons or... Uh, They're connected. Yeah. Let's just put it that stomach. way. They're it's, totally connected. It's wild yes. when and you start to learn about that. Yeah. So if you put the gallon of ice cream in your body, mm-hmm. right? So you have that um, the sugar increase, right? So your pancreas is like on fire right now, but then you're going to crash at some point as well. Mm-hmm. But it takes, you know, a good two to three days for that to cycle through, right? Into oh, your okay. bloodstream as well, right? And so, so it's a lot much even longer effect than you realize. It is. And so mm-hmm. it does stay within you, right? And you're probably going to have some um, symptoms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just generalize there. <laughs> Um, and then also from an emotional perspective, you know, your thought process, your mindset, the next couple of If you see me with a tub of ice cream, you know, I've had (laughs) a rough day. I don't, I don't keep that stuff in my apartment. Yeah. I don't, I don't keep that stuff in my apartment. So if I, if I have it, it's because I made a specific stop to Walmart. (laughs) Right. And it's probably a good thing ever since the pandemic, like Walmart's only been open. Most Walmart's only been open until like 11 PM or something. I'm like. This is probably a good thing for me. Cause back in school, and there's a 24-hour Walmart. Right. If I had a bad day, one in the morning, it would not stop me from driving down the road. And yes, I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, a few treats here and there. You got to give yourself a little bit of a break. But mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I was listening to a deep dive podcast on the effects of like alcohol in your body, and that stuff is just wild, especially with the the gut biome thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the most interesting facts is that alcohol is both water and fat soluble mm-hmm. so it can literally go throughout your body in any path it wants most mm-hmm. like drugs have to go through the receptors and blah 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 mm-hmm. but uh alcohol itself is literally a toxin that can somehow go throughout your entire body so kind of like with the ice cream thing you know how, how long is that really affecting you and then uh it was even saying that 
you know, there's there's really long-lasting effects if you average. There's an average of a drink a day, so not even if you drank every day, but if you had 14 on the – or, like, you know, 7 to 14 on the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, o- overall it's still the same net effect, and it's probably, you know, the same thing. It's It's got a lasting effect on your body. It does. How everything's connected. Yeah, it does. And unfortunately, you know, the, the mind – we can talk ourselves into something and then talk ourselves out of something at the same regards, right? So – I think that goes back to um, our why, right? So, mm-hmm. um, are we, are, and, and food can actually be a coping mechanism, just like a drug or an alcohol or some other addiction. So, food yeah, can be, as you can tell by the, the, the ice cream addiction. comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm not a drinker. Right. I don't really do other drugs, but right. well, I'll kill some ice cream. <laughs> we're all gonna kill some. We're all gonna take back a gallon of ice cream. Um, you know, the point is, is that you know we have options. We've got choices to make, and you know, how do we want to be consistent with those choices? Mm-hmm. to ensure that we, you know, we don't have to, you know, some people, cause my clients will say, you know, I'm going to have a cheat day or I'm going to have a, um, you know, a moment, right? Um, mm-hmm. But every time that we do that, we just have to be aware that it could take up to two, three days. And then our body's like, we're actually more hungry for that because mm-hmm. it is an addiction. Yeah. So, that's if When I really get myself on a strict diet, I realize a couple weeks in, oh, I'm I didn't even crave ice cream this week. I'm like, oh, that's wild. And then on the Whereas flip, exactly. If so you have it flip, once, then like two days later, you're like, oh, I need I want more. more I want yeah. more. Yeah. And we turn into a cycle, crazy people. You know, it's like, I just want more. I want more. Yeah. So if we're eating the the rice and the, you know, chicken and the broccoli, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's Which some can, variety in there as well, guys. It, every, all my friends know I, I'm just a lousy cook and I eat like a caveman. There's we plenty can of some variety for you. flavor options. It's, it's purely a, just a, a lack of effort in on my part but I if you. i don't burn something i usually consider that a win yes I'm just, <laughs> there you go that's a win guys don't burn it <laughs> i think we did steaks um sunday night and it was just you know and sweet potatoes on the grill mm-hmm. love sweet potatoes yeah sweet potatoes um and you know it was a lean pe- uh, piece of beef and so mm-hmm. do i have beef every day no do we have it you know twice Three times a week, yeah, but there's also some, you know, st- I know my structure and my schedule, calories mm-hmm. in, calories out, um, when and where. And so, you know, I you kind of plan that out throughout the course of the week, and then you'll, you know, you do better typically. But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah to, your point of, to your point of if I eat well, if I fuel well, uh, I'm not putting diesel in my truck because my truck's not made for diesel, right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to put diesel in my body, <laughs> AK, you, you know what I'm talking about, like mm-hmm. the right fuelings in my body and the right portion sizes too, of course, right? So yeah, my portion size for a filet isn't going to be the same as, you know, an Ironman train, mm-hmm. you know, training for an Ironman. So yeah, um, but like a large male like me with an extra 50, 60 pounds that yes. lifts weights five times a week. Correct. A huge difference. Yes. And it's and, not necessarily back to the whole diet comment too, Austin, you know, mm-hmm. This is something, as children, right, we grow up and we form habits in our environments and the people that are around, and then we have all these other noises that I say mm-hmm. come into our life, and then we start making other changes and habits. And then, so basically what we try to do is really try to reinstall the good, long-lasting, sustainable um habits. So nutrition is one of them. Hydration goes hand in hand, in my opinion. And so do the other Mm -hmm. four um, or five, excuse me, four. (laughs) I can't count this morning. Um, But essentially, if you if you are able to um, plan accordingly and activate those good habits, optimal living will be in your back pocket um, Mm -hmm. 
with yeah, time. Yeah, so I'd love to dig into the, the habit forming and breaking mm-hmm. process because that's mm-hmm. that's a huge one with any self-improvement journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I know if you, when, you, when you read the books and stuff, there's, you know, they always break it down to kind of like the cue, the craving, uh, the response, and then the reward. So what, what is your process with clients for... I guess start start with identif- being able to identify habits because that's another big thing. You, you don't even realize you have habits because if it's a habit, it's just mm-hmm. that back of the brain automatically happening. Yeah. So now after I like you know read uh, Atomic Habits, yeah, you just sit there and you're like, oh, crap, that like <laughs> one thing I did just triggered this series of events, and that's why I didn't do anything for an hour. So a question mm-hmm. to the audience: How many times do you say, "Oh, crap"? <laughs> In one day. Um, it's so true. And so our approach is if anybody is interested in improving their their health, um, we really take a look at their existing uh, habits. And so we'll go through each one of the six. Talk to me about your nutrition. Talk to me about your hydration. I mean, I have one client right now who, um, you know, water is not a thing for this client. Mm-hmm. So... Another key point is that you need hydration. We lose 12 cups just naturally on yeah. average, right? So depending on the individual, it could be higher or lower. However, on average, we lose 12 cups. And so if you think about it, um, what we're supposed to actually intake, and these are all guidelines, um, you know, is half of your body weight in ounces of, of water. So if you think about 24 hours in a day, mm-hmm. or should be sleeping seven to nine hours on average, and I know you're rolling your eyes at me like, what are you, crazy? Should be be is the key. And so how do we get there, right? So if we're, you know, adding some, um, you know, calories out, so if we're burning calories, and then we're drinking before and after, that gives you a little bit of hydration, right? But you've probably Mm -hmm. lost a lot of that already as you're sweating it out. Um, And then overnight, you're perspiring as well. So my point is, is that throughout the course of the day, you should always have some type of liquid with you. Water is obviously the key. If you Um, you know me, you know I'm Yes, cheers to the water. married to my my, uh, vacuum flash shaker bottles here. Yes, my blender bottle is with me all the time. I almost like walked into an event I went to with that. I'd walk all the way back to my car because it's, it's so automatic just having this in my hand. Oh my goodness. I wish everybody Which was like good, that. A good so. thing, I guess. It is yeah. a good thing. I think it's positive as long as it's filled with water. So. I'm getting better better about that. <laughs> yeah. So minimizing caffeine obviously is key. I mean, obviously a little bit is not bad. I need bad. to work on that one. I think we all do. I mean, I, I love my cup of coffee in the morning. You know, it's a kind of a good wake me up, especially during the season of autumn and you know, the fun flavors coming out. Yes. We don't need to talk about that one, but we all know what it is. Right. Um, think, so hydration is key, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the course of the day. And then we can go live the whole part of the whole point of this is to live well. Mm-hmm. So we're setting people up to hopefully live well, to reinstall these habits, to get back to your question mm-hmm. um, and changing those habits. Because unfortunately, we've we've taken a course of, ha- you know, course courses um, in our journey, life journeys that, um, you know, that need to be improved. So if, if you're ready for it. So mm-hmm. sleep is one. We touched on that a little bit. Seven to nine hours. Typically, um, we're seeing a ton of. TV watching, screen time, phone at yep, night. That's um, a big one. It's huge. So even yeah, another one I'm trying to work on. Oh, me too. Oh my gosh. It's, and my it's just kids. Hard not to. It is because you want it. You're kind of attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. So they're 
we try to encourage folks, um, you know, an hour before bedtime. So say mm-hmm. you're, you know, nine o'clock is I'm an early bird. Sorry, guys. I am up pretty early. So I usually go to bed between, you know, 930 and 10. So an hour before that, depending on when the kids get home from work or school activities and et cetera, you know, I am not in front of the screen. Um, mm-hmm. But there are days so that, you know, that you it creeps in there. So how do you create a space in your brain? and in your body. So it just kind of shuts down a little bit. So you're not going to bed, you know, hyped up on emails and hyped up on stress and hyped up on whatever. Yeah. Um, there's both a, a physical and a mental side it to is. it. Physical in terms of, uh, you know, your eyes seeing that blue light and it, it doesn't know any better. It thinks that it starts to think that it's daytime mm-hmm. if you're surrounded by enough of that kind of light. And then obviously that changes your sleep cycles. And then, yeah, the mental side, Mm-hmm. It's definitely something I've had a lot of problems with in the past. Like you just go to bed and you can't not think about all the things you didn't get to that day or right. what's the next day. Gonna hold. So having having some sort of nightly habits mm-hmm. would be uh, can go a long way with helping that. Just yeah. like one I need to do more is just write down or journal. Just what's what's on your mind. Just get mm-hmm. it out so then you can hopefully sleep a little more sound. You know, okay, it's it's somewhere. I'm not gonna forget it. Right. Exactly. Um, I encourage people to put their phones, don't have TVs in their rooms, you know, put their phones away. If you use them at alarm clocks, choose a different way of waking yourself up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I know all this sounds I, I so went, I went basic. to Walmart and got a, 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 <laughs> a $5 a normal alarm, clock. Arm, alarm clock again. <laughs> normal, as we air quote, and you can't see us, but the normal <laughs> alarm clocks that, you know, back in the day, I think I had like mm-hmm. six in the house <laughs> at one point. <laughs> and you're going to get up because it's annoying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Even in the morning, too, how do we set ourselves up for a miracle morning is what we usually coin the morning for. Mm -hmm. So if you're up consistently um, at a certain time, be consistent with that. Um, You know, do some stretching, some good breathing. Um, You're just waking up. So don't don't uh, put this huge pressure on your body to all of a sudden and, you know, go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You've got to have a period of time to actually wake up a little bit. So if I got up at 420, I don't work out until five. So I give that time for my body to be like, okay, I'm awake, got some water, did some stretching, breathing, probably brushed my teeth (laughs) just before. Mm -hmm. Little minor things that, you know, that work for me. Um, But it's consistent and then it sets me up good for the day as well. So... Um, yeah. But I've tweaked and changed it too, Austin, through the years. So what works for me now may not have worked for me, you know, mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Yeah, it depends on, like, say the job you have where or your goals. in construction, you know, it's like, okay, I got to be on the site by, like, 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. I need to get a swim in before that. So, oh, it looks like I'm getting up at 4, 4.30. <laughs> yeah. Or else. Or then there's... Uh, when you go out, maybe out on your own business, you choose your own hours. Now you really yeah. got to, that's when I think it gets the hardest when you have that total freedom. Then okay, you really so let's go try there for a second because that's, mm-hmm. that's a mind that shift. That is a, my, yeah. It, we shift our brain because like if you go, it, it, the entrepreneurial spirit I think is, is a beautiful thing. So to live by our calendar as a plan, right? Not mm-hmm. that our calendar is life or death, right? But if we know what works best for us now, right? Mm-hmm. And to systematically program that in and plan accordingly. Yeah. That the output, to your point, of the rewards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the reward that you get. Yeah. Yep. Right? So um, I think there is a shift in our, our mindset. If you do want to go and do something on your own, um, have your own business. There is a beautiful thing about 
having the power to decide that Mm -hmm. and then delegate the things that you don't need to be doing Mm -hmm. um, and then really focus in on what's important to you so that you can help the next person, right? So you can be the good leader and the the good servant, the good um, entrepreneurial business owner, however you look at it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the airplane mask. You know, you're on an airplane and they always tell you, put it on first if they need to, right? Yeah, for sure. And then the next person, like, and then help the child or the next person next to you. So um, you've got to help yourself first before you can help somebody else. Well, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, that's definitely a hard one to... It is hard. ...to kind of figure out. I've always been the type that I do, I'm a lot more productive when I'm trying to help somebody else. But mm-hmm. then you start to realize if things in your side are going downhill you just you can't even help others as well as you could absolutely and then helping others or being a leader and trying to positively influence people you got to lead by example and that can go a really long way as well Mm -hmm. absolutely i mean i got a piece of in news last night that you know kind of threw me for a tailspin and i the the way that i responded versus you know how i reacted can definitely be a, a component of how i slept you know, leading mm-hmm. into, because I got the information at, you know, 10 o'clock and then, you know, usually I'm in bed and sleeping wise. Um, and I've worked really hard to kind of separate, and it's not a light switch, but try to separate like, okay, I'm going to functionally, I am going to, you know, think about that in the morning and I'm going to deal with that in the morning versus try to jeopardize my sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, it is hard, though. It's not an, an easy task. I don't think I probably would have said that um, effectively or done that effectively, you know, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, that emotional drama that can creep in pretty quickly um, anywhere, whether it's yourself, your family, community, work. That's mm-hmm. another reason why, you know, health and wellness is so important. It's beyond it's incorporating both the nutrition, the hydration mindset, um, but it's also including the, the healthy surroundings as well. So, and how do we choose to have the healthy surroundings? Yeah, yeah, that, that's been kind of the biggest thing I've, I've been trying to work on this year, mm-hmm. definitely struggling with, but so I, my past jobs, a lot of really good business experience. Sure. Sure, I was making I guess, pretty decent money for my age, but after, like I just kept finding myself in environments I really didn't like, just mm. super negative. I mean, the, the construction world is definitely not known for healthy habits. Um, Let's was, change that. We Let's talked change to, that today, I shall know, we? <laughs> gosh, I don't know. You battle. might have to put a nail in one of their heads and like, oh. like force it. That hardest head people. Out I've there. got two construction workers um, in my family, so yeah. let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend, and I talked a little bit with uh, Mary Beth about this, just how how much of a positive impact just being active is yeah. on the body. Because I was like, man, I just sometimes you really wonder how some of these construction workers live so long because mm-hmm. their diets like chain smoking, Mountain Dew, and gas station food. But so the healthy. difference is compared to, <laughs> just yeah, the guy that eats chicken and broccoli but literally yeah. sits all day, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's big, I think that's that's definitely a, a big factor just because their job is active and... Yeah, their calories in, calories <clears throat> out, definitely, um, the, it's a teeter-totter thing, right? Mm-hmm. So one is obviously more than the other. some you can tell, okay, man, that guy's eating a lot because mm-hmm. he's literally walking all day, but he's got probably an extra hundred pounds on them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oof. Well, and there's yeah. calories in those monster drinks and those, yeah. you know, it's a different for type of calorie. But a good example for me, 
I was sitting there like, man, I'm working out a lot. I'm not eating a whole lot. So why am I not losing weight? And mm-hmm. then I just kind of sat down and like, oh, I'm eating a thousand calories a day just in peanut butter. Right. <laughs> Which right. is not inherently bad for you, but it is but the so amount. easy to eat too mm-hmm. much peanut butter, which now I've been on a good streak. I, I just don't let myself buy peanut butter, which is unfortunate because I love it. I got the peanut powder for myself, and then my dog is spoiled. He has his peanut butter jar. Right, right. That so then how do we get a point where, you know, it was on, right? The faucet on the peanut butter was on, right? Mm-hmm. So then we turn the faucet off. There's no peanut butter. So mm-hmm. how do we get to a good state for you then that within a certain plan for your day, you get your ounce of peanut butter or the, the ounces of peanut butter that are good for you? Because mm-hmm. There is that whole notion of, well, peanut butter is good. I can just eat peanut butter, the thousand yeah. calories of good, peanut butter. It's a good source well, of protein. Long term, yeah, it's like it's, sustainable. This whole thing that we talk about with the habits is a lifelong journey of good health, right? So mm-hmm. how do we find in 24 hours the right amount of X, Y, and Z that's going to sustain you, mm-hmm. right? So... <laughs> I love peanut butter too, Austin, so that we share that in common. In fact, there's a place in um, eastern Iowa in Dubuque on Main Street that Calco Bean, total shameless plug here, mm. um, they make their own peanut butter. And I Ooh. literally have people who actually bring the peanut butter to me. <laughs> if it's there. If they're there. Nice. <laughs> yeah, if they're there. So um, it might be a little bit of addiction. However, yeah. right. Finding- it depends on the person because I know a gal, she's a competitive cyclist. You can tell just naturally she's on the, like, just naturally really skinny. Right. And she, like, practically eats peanut butter by the jar. Right. But her she burns so many calories. Fair, It's fair. almost to a degree, like, if, if you're one of those people that you probably actually need to eat more, more. then, hey, then a peanut butter might actually be a good option for you because it's Correct. just an easy way to... But not all peanut butter. No, not all All the butter. time. <laughs> Hopefully there's some variety in there. That's what I would enforce as well. Mm, yeah. I think she has, a, like, a whole... A whole line of all the like <laughs> jars and like different kinds she's found over the years, like lined up in her kitchen, oh, which funny. is I guess better than the hundred bottles of tequila you killed last <laughs> yeah. semester. I would um, vote for the yes, the per- the first one, mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe a blend. Maybe is there's a tequila peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Now we've gotten way off track. <laughs> so so back to I guess habits so obviously so sleep's a big one we've talked about food's very obvious yes what are what are some of the most common habits that you see with clients that you know just fixing a couple of those things make a huge difference some some of the more common ones or things you wish people were more more aware of the consequences of say this little thing they're doing mm-hmm. which i know yeah, a lot I, of them are probably censored around this rectangle in our pockets. Agreed. Um, yeah, so the rectangle in the pocket. Yes, the phone is definitely a culprit. I think also um, we touched on this a little bit, but the mindset of it's possible. You know, we mm-hmm. get inside our head and we get, you know, even somebody else telling us that, well, that's silly or that's not cool or why do you want to be healthy or, you know, they, they, the influencers, right? Mm-hmm. So you really need to focus in, and I'm not saying you specifically, obviously, I'm just saying in general, if part of your why, tar- part of your motivation is to be healthy and to make some changes, those changes can be as small as, like we talked about, turning off your phone an hour before you go to bed. And mm-hmm. just getting some really good sleep. Um, I love sleep, <laughs> so typically it's not an issue for me. But there are occasions when I know that either I'm not eating right, I didn't drink enough water, I didn't work out enough, whatever it mm-hmm. may be. My 
it's an equation for me. Um, so I look at the, the habits as an equation. Um, if one is off, then I know that I'm not going to sleep well, or I might have a bad day because my mindset mm-hmm. isn't quite there. So, um, you know, to your question of, you know, what are some habits that, um, that, that I see in clients, uh, is consistency and probably that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can plateau pretty fast, you know, you go and you make some changes. Um, let's just talk about, um, you know, the weight loss, for example, mm-hmm. everybody's going to plateau. So that 350 person, 300, 350 pound person, um, is going to plateau at some point in their journey. Mm-hmm. Right. And so how do you bust through that plateau? Because on the other side is the reward is yeah. part of the why, especially on like weight loss and stuff. Your, your body adapts to what you're yes. doing. So you probably have to. to change something. Cause there's a lot of people that, okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I walk the dog three miles a day. I eat healthy. I can't change my body composition. Well, that's because you've just, you've fully adapted to that circumstance. If you want your body to change, got to change other things. So it'll adapt to that. Correct. So I would argue that and say, um, the body composition. Yeah. You can't, I mean the bone structure of your, you, you can't change necessarily. Yeah. Right? I mean so, more but like, like uh, if you want to lose fat and put on muscle yes. or just put on, maybe you're skinny, but you want to put on muscle. Yeah. We can work on lifting, right? Mm -hmm. So isolated, you know, exercises are key, whether it's the arms or the abs or, you know, the glutes or, you know, the the legs. We can isolate those movements and exercises to accomplish that goal. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's specifically weight loss, then we need to adjust based on um, where they're at. So that habit, and I was mentioning the, you know, when we plateau, I see that. It's almost like doing martial arts and getting your first belt. And they're like, oh, I got the belt. But really, what is the end goal? What did you really want? Mm-hmm. Right? Go to the next belt. See what that next thing is for you. Right? Um, and that's what they really want. If you dig a little bit deeper and get to the root of what their goal is, they want to travel. And they don't want to take up the extenders. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it can get really vulnerable, Austin, in terms of what they really want. They want to travel. They want to see the world. They want to be a part of community, right? There's a there's a vulnerability there that's mm-hmm. not, um, you know, they don't want to take up a bigger footprint. They really don't. Um, but yet they don't, they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of, you know, what what it's going to take, the journey. It's, it's a, and we're locking arms and we're going in town to, you know, take off those 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, that, it, that can apply to any goal you have. Yes, absolutely. I've, I've been through the fitness journey, so now that doesn't intimidate me as much, but now going right. through a business journey yeah. and feeling kind of alone in it, like, you know, if you're the first in your friend group or family to really get into fitness or if you're the first one to try to go out on your own for business or take a yeah, non-traditional to approach anything. to anything. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And I say, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I lost my voice in the health and wellness, uh, world, uh, for a, a, a several years actually. And so bringing it back in is, it's exciting to me if it brings you joy and you're happy and you're just, you know, you're having some success mm-hmm. with it and people are rewarded by it. There is a, a gift there. There's a purpose there. And I say, keep, keep sharing it, keep loving it. Um, mm-hmm. that's why I need to get better at. Cause it's, it's, it's kind of hard because you know, you're, that the positive side is still a pretty small voice these days. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes you put out a lot just mm-hmm. to get a little back or, you mm-hmm. know, every now and then say you'll help somebody and it feels worth it. But yeah, there are those stretches where it's like, Oh, okay, those been, plateaus, right? Mm-hmm. Those plateaus on business, those plateaus on your self journey yourself. They're real. 
They're mm-hmm. real, but you surround yourself with the positive, healthy individuals in the community that's supporting you. Um, and another reason why you know doing this is that you know there's there is that you know healthy community, healthy positive community. They want mm-hmm. us to be healthy. They want us to be the best version of ourselves. And it you know it sounds cliche. It's like oh yeah, whatever. There's no negativity. Well, let's be honest. There's not. Mm-hmm. We can create that. Or we have the power to choose yeah, that. If there's a sort of negativity in those groups, it's like, okay, this happened, but they throw a solution onto right. it or like the lesson learned. Mm-hmm. They put a positive spin on it because there's never not going to be, uh, you know, problems that pop up. Oh my gosh, there's problems but it's all the time. But that's yes. how you approach them. And yeah. especially in like even business and something big yeah. on the, the leadership side, just how you react to problems mm-hmm. versus. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing the solutions trying, to the table. Not trying resources. to bring other people down with you is a big one. So those, the good people aren't going to bring you down with them if they have a problem. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. And we don't, we, we, you know, one of the habits too that we talk about is, you know, surrounding ourselves with the healthy surroundings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you Which think, is hard these days. It is that's, hard. That's what I've possible. struggled with the most, yeah, mm-hmm. over this last year. Sure. And a, a big thing that you kind of got to do is, okay, figure out where those bad influence are maybe a lot of just oh is this is it people i follow online mm-hmm. it's hard but you can go just spend an hour click unfollow on a bunch of them yeah. or you know i oh no this thing distracts me mm-hmm. just, you just got to go just right? get rid just of it. it and it yeah. might be hard because maybe that's yeah it could be relationships it could be people it could be um the physical locations like if we go mm-hmm. to a certain place and having managing your expectation of going to a place that's not going to be super healthy for you mm-hmm. right and i can give you some examples however it's, i think you probably could come up with your own yeah <laughs> I've, I've been struggling with that i've i have you know just, i grew up and i have a lot of history here and then it's like i i live like an a mile away from the job that i did not care for it didn't mm. end well yeah. so it's just like constant reminder those triggers or, uh, yeah, yeah like those... when I for a couple of years after graduating from college I college was definitely a big struggle for me I mm-hmm. still to this date I think getting an engineering degree is the hardest thing I've ever done yeah but like just seeing an aim sign would like spike my anxiety like crazy just for those like five minutes that you're driving past yeah. aims on the interstate yeah so it's just yeah, that's it's interesting how and yeah, your environment's a big factor, and it is. but then you go somewhere, say you go on vacation. Um, for me, my my goal's been trying to get to the get to the mountains because I know I just if I go on vacation in the mountains, just you, know, you can tell There's things something change. About the mountains, yeah, right, and even just like pure um, like getting out of our day-to-day routines right so Mm -hmm. i do encourage folks this is a really good point and um weaving in different types of scenery throughout the course of the day so you're not in the same spot Mm -hmm. all day long so if you're working from home this is a great example i think if you're working from home so plan throughout the course of the day maybe an event or a lunch with somebody or a walk around the block three times a day um, in different directions. I'm mm-hmm. blessed to live in a community where, um, and the, the area in which I'm at, where the bike trail is, it goes in multiple different directions. So mm-hmm. I will go in multiple different directions um, with Dakota, my two-year-old husky hound, and it just brings a different outlook, right? And I know mm-hmm. it's a simple little thing like that, Austin, but it, it can the triggers can be difficult. And so if yeah. we can reassociate um, our thought process or, you know, up the person that triggers something or the environment triggers something or a sign or a word or 
um, a relationship or something in the past that has caused us to, and it's not easy. Mm-hmm. This is very simple. This is a, a tactic that it's, <laughs> I'm not making light of it. it. It takes work to reassociate our, our trigger, right. To be a positive. Um, but we definitely have choices and definitely have options to do that. And, um, I know it, it's a benefit. I mean, just going back to the whole dog situation and, and, th- you know, three or four times a day taking Dakota for a walk, it gets me moving. Mm-hmm. It's healthy for me. It's healthy for her. It's the fresh air is great. Even in the wintertime, maybe it's a shorter walk, but it's certainly a, an avenue to get outside the house um, yeah. and, and create a space good a for good her. A good tip I got from, I think, the book, The One Thing, when they talk about scheduling your time, mm-hmm. time blocking is always a big one, but yep. they say the first thing you should actually schedule is those like free time, enjoyable moments. Mm-hmm. So you're like, first you schedule that, and then you when you're going to build your schedule, you're like, oh, okay, I know for sure I'm going to at least enjoy this section of this day, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. then when you're Which going in, you're overloaded. Which is the eat the frog thing. So remember mm. that concept? Do you ever heard that one before? That so I like yours better. Okay. But like the whole eat the frog concept, this is a whole other one. But, but I love how you build your calendar based on the joys that you bring. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. nobody else says I don't think is that it should be part of your entire day. Right? Like your enti- And I know you have to do all the crap, like the eat the frog, the bad oh, ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do that first. Oh, yeah. Eat, okay. Yep. So eat the frog, eat the eat the one, the problem, you know, that you have to get through, the biggest project, mm-hmm. the toughest project, you're supposed to do that one first. Yeah. And then do all the other ones last. And to me, I'm just like, okay, I get it. But if you're if you're constantly eating the frog, mm-hmm. there's growth there, right, on the back end of it. Mm-hmm. But really, if it's eating the frog all the time, then why are we doing that? Yep. Why are we doing, mm-hmm. is that giving you the joy that you need? part of your gift that you're supposed to be doing yeah and then you you just you'll become less efficient like so yeah like a problem i have is if i don't if i don't have anything to look forward to i'm gonna take longer to do whatever it is i'm doing so i'm like oh it's just this is my my future for the next like mowing day, my, back, my backyard more days, days. <laughs> yeah whereas like when i, I was, love to mow but <laughs> yeah like we're at, when i was vacationing in colorado and i had some stuff i needed to cram finish up last minute I sat down. I just Did it. got it done. It was like the first time that's happened in a while. But it's like because I know if I get this done, I can go mountain bike with my cousins. Yeah. So, so having... motivation, right? So mm-hmm. you're motivated to do this. So that goes back to the whole why we're doing the things that we're doing and mm-hmm. the motivation to do it, right? To how to do it, right? To get there. Mm-hmm. So if we're motivated building, to – Building in kind of short-term versions of it too. That's, that's Maybe something, for you. Yeah, because for me I that's a, a struggle. I'm, well, I'm a long-term Ooh. thinker. Okay. Like I'm always thinking long-term, but uh-huh. then I find myself – it's like, oh, I just spent a couple months eating the frog. I, have, I know my, my payout's still a ways away. I'm yeah. kind of miserable. I haven't had fun in a while. It's, so I, I take it – too far to the extreme in the long gotcha. term okay and i still think it, it puts me better off in the end but it can put you in some kind yeah. of bad mental places it can sure so uh, yeah. for me i need to work on the like okay little short-term rewards or try to make things more interesting whereas maybe some people are too good at that and they need to maybe. think longer term but, but I think there is a, I don't remember, I'm not sure who actually came up with this, but 30, um, I'm sorry, 90 days. So n- 
there is not an individual that actually can, I mean, we can plan out past 90 days, Mm -hmm. but to actually have a plan for 90 days, right? And to be able to to execute that plan beyond 90 days Mm -hmm. with all the things going on, right? With life, family, friends, fun, all those things, right? So 90 days is kind of that bucket of three months Mm -hmm. of getting through all the successes, the issues, and then moving um, accordingly, if you will. So yeah. I, I usually I go on a, 90, a marathon of yeah. 90 day sprints. Yes, exactly. I'm planning out my, you know, routine and hopefully I've gained mm. something. And you and can made do progress. a lot. In, yeah. You can do a lot in 90 days. Yes, Shoot. Can. I've, I've, you can lost, do a lot in one day folks. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've lost 30 pounds before in 60 days. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it's totally possible. And um, and if you can just sustain go, that, then okay, you had two. Yeah. Uh, you, you had two months where you're training really hard. Right. You're eating healthy, but you know, obviously low calorie because that's just, you know calories in, calories out. Right. But then if you can just get you know we, eat the frog for two months, mm-hmm. and then as long as you don't blow it, eating a bunch of cake after, then but, you get a long, really nice long term reward. Yeah, if we're going on the nutrition side of it, mm-hmm. I would certainly play on that. So consistency is obviously key. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing the things that you don't want to do sometimes, you know, getting up in the morning and doing the workout in the morning. Some, I don't, yep. Sometimes I don't want to. Last night I did 30 miles on the bike and I knew I had to get up this morning because mm-hmm. that was my choice, right? Because I know what's on the back end. Um, so yes, you do have to eat the frog sometimes, of course, mm-hmm. but um, being consistent based on your why and just keeping that in front of you. I, I mean, I tell clients like get a sticky note out and plaster it on your, mm-hmm. on your mirror, your computer screen, on your um, spa, um, odometer, like by your, mm-hmm. in your car, put it somewhere that you're in every environment. If that's good for yeah. you to stay in front of it. Even listen to some of the biggest uh, like business influencers out there, they all say mm-hmm. the exact same mm-hmm. thing. And, and make it a big dream, make it a big goal, and then we can break it down. Mm-hmm. Or if you work better on those little ones and the opposite, if you know that about yourself, that's why mm-hmm. we kind of talk about like what worked in the past or what worked and what didn't work. And then we can kind of navigate through what that plan's going to be mm-hmm. to change the habits. Or, I mean, get this, Austin. There was one um, gal who was having um, some issues with bloating, right? So through the course of the day and it was long term and she just couldn't figure it out and she's made some changes before and we got talking about something and and she made a comment that she got a new straw for her new her new cup or whatever and I said have you ever drank out of a blender bottle or a cup without a straw she's like no I've always used a straw I said Mm. can you over the course of the next 14 days drink without a straw she's like yeah I can try that if it takes away the bloating Mm-hmm. So she had air pockets in mm-hmm. her stomach and mm-hmm. in her system that was causing the bloating and the discomfort and removing the straw. Little thing, right? Totally. But that air pocket that she was creating um, and that sucking that she had, you know, been constantly using mm-hmm. had her body. Especially then, if it's carbonated. Like, right. Holy cow. That, right. Just get it all. All of it. Right in. Exactly. So just removing that straw. And so she hasn't drank without a straw since. Little things like that can mm-hmm. certainly. So the, in the discussions of investigating all of the habits and what they're doing or what they're not doing, we can usually find little little changes. Yeah. You know, that. Come down to just bringing in awareness. Awareness, always- for sure. But there is, you know, there's some bigger things, too, that you're know, restructuring their uh, nutrition. You know, mm-hmm. lean and green meals are so key. We need to have our proteins. We need to have 
um, our vegetables, when we talk about our greens and that we need carbohydrates, it's just a matter of which mm-hmm. ones do we need, right? And then how much do we need of it um, in a period of time to either lose, if you're on a fat burn, lose um, uh, goal plan, or if we're in the transitional sustaining plan as well. So from that perspective, um, it's different, but it's a journey. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I don't want to keep it too. I know we've no, you're we, good. We, we could talk all. I know <laughs> we, we could talk all, all day. We even on talk this about sort of cycling. Stuff. So, what's on your radar for the cycling? Uh, nothing for me. Yeah. Honestly, out of the iron and the Ironman, cycling was by far my least favorite. Actually, oh, really. It uh, one. I don't know if it's just my body type or whatever, but so triathlons, long distance. I you know use arrow bars. You mm-hmm. get it hunched over. Yep. When, when I started, I couldn't hold that position for more than like a minute or two, Sure. let alone the like six and a half hours, whatever the Ironman bike portion took me. Right. So that was just sheer, just complete and utter pain for like Aww. months pushing through. Shoot. Yeah. So that was one. And then two, I don't have small legs, but I definitely just have like runner endurance legs. They are not, they don't put out a lot of power. So I'm biking's. On well, the, I'm on the weaker yep. side oh, sure. in terms of that. I'm a not wattage, too yeah. slow. Yeah. So that. Oh, and heck, then yesterday was a different between, ride. I think I did a 102 wattage just because. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then. I get it. And then the other part is the the tri bike. I did both my training and the racing on the tri bike. Okay. Very rigid, you know, kind of fine tuned machine. Mm-hmm. So my long rides, or most of my rides, I would just drive out to the Waukee Trailhead, yeah. just go down and back. Okay. Just doing that down and back on a straight trail for, you know, hundreds of miles throughout the summer. That's just pure joy. The most boring <laughs> thing I've ever done. I can hear so your I, voice. My my dad has the tri bike now. I just at the moment nothing if if I lived in if I lived in Colorado, I'd be getting into mountain biking for sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'd even have like a crossover road bike sure. just because then you'd have some fun hills and stuff, but well, that's um, the place for to me, do cycling it. yeah is not quite my my Your forte. Cup of tea. I got I got good enough the the kind of doing things you're uncomfortable with. I mm-hmm. I couldn't put my head underwater without my nose plugged until I was 21. Okay. Just like the moment my face hit the water, it'd just be like complete and utter panic. Sure. But I always wanted to do an Ironman. So like every at some point, most every year, I'd go to a pool and I'd just be like dunking Force my yourself? head. Yeah, underwater. Oh my gosh. And it would just, I'd try, I'd try, it wouldn't work, it wouldn't work. And then one Aww. summer, it finally just worked. You yeah. know, it just, it just clicks. It clicks. At first, you know, I could hardly do like a lap or two. Yeah. You do half a lap and then you just like feel like you're drowning, but eventually it clicks. So this, the swimming, I just finally got good enough at. Uh-huh. And well, then running's come... my personal favorite. Okay. I, I had some running goals for this year, but I didn't really, between the business stuff and other life things, I never hit it as hard as I would like, but sure. I'm, I'm always running. Yeah. Never, never not running in some capacity. That's cool. Well, I give you kudos for, um, you know, being diligent about trying something new and wanting to do it. So that's impressive. And I'm yeah, and very inspiring because Ironman is that's, not on my list, <laughs> but yeah, what, I always, I'm always trying to influence people in the right yeah. way, but I'm like, okay, you don't have to go as crazy as me. I'm, no. I'm one of those people that like, I want to do ultra marathons one day. Yeah. 
you know, one day I'd like to do the Moab 240. Awesome. Just like, you know, 240 miles straight yeah. in the Moab yeah. by yourself. But, you know, you that's that's a long ways down the road. You can go I'll opt out. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'll just keep doing my 200-mile bike rides. <laughs> yeah, which that for me just sounds horrible. Painful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My, my body quite, my body just emotional. does not like, yeah, there's that. You're, yeah. you're there. You're just chilling for so long. The, the race was interesting because... Uh, when you race in triathlons, you can't have headphones. Mm-hmm. So you, you're really just there alone with yourself. Mm-hmm. For in that case, what was it so like positive almost 14 hours key. for me? Oh, mm-hmm. man. So it's, it's interesting. That's very impressive, very inspiring because uh, I know I. Not it's there. I see it, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I like to promote people. I feel like a, a half marathon distance is something that yeah. any anybody that without like a serious disability i think you could do a half marathon just on like sheer mental grit Mm -hmm. not like necessarily fast or anything but or if you actually put in some effort i think anybody could and should do at least a half marathon and then if that goes well i think everybody should do a marathon as Mm -hmm. well because it's it's it seems like a lot and it is it's an impressive feat but it's a lot more you're a lot more capable than you think yeah and it's such a huge confidence builder Mm -hmm. you'll probably it's It'd be hard to not lose a little weight or like improve mm-hmm. your physique if you're sure. training for a marathon and Even just that you didn't 5K. do something before that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just, I mean, walking leads to running, running, you know, or jogging mm-hmm. and then running. Um, you know, sprint tries are great Run. too. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a huge advocate for some motion daily activity, right? So mm-hmm. there was an article that came out that said, oh, we don't need to do 10,000 steps anymore. It's like, well, well, why are we discouraging that? Yeah. So I, I would probably challenge you on that if you're going to adapt that schedule or, you know, that mindset of, you know, we shouldn't be doing 10,000 steps. And I think that just really is kind of a mind uh, as a goal for individuals, mm-hmm. right? It might not be 10,000 yeah, for everybody. Having a clear like metric yeah. can sometimes be the differentiating factor. Like, exactly. Oh, I, just, so if seven, I need to go walk around 70, the block quick because I know right. I need to get another couple thousand steps in. Yeah. And if your phone's telling you or your watch telling you, that's totally cool too. But like the idea of just like getting out there and doing something is, is ideal. Um, I love the fact that, you know, there are so many options out there to, Mm -hmm. to exercise, to healthy, have healthy motion. Um, so, but yeah, you don't have to go to the extreme and do the Boston marathon tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. with that being said, (laughs) bike, walk, run, hike. Yeah. Biking's a good one. Des Moines got lots of trails. It's low impact as long as you don't fall off. Right. I mean, I walked to the firehouse on Saturday, Sunday, it was a six mile walk and I just enjoyed the outdoors and just, mm-hmm. you know, had a little fun and yeah, just, yeah, just did it. Just go out and do it and mm-hmm. a couple phone calls and some friends and way to go. Right. Yeah. Walking yeah. go a long way. I think the reason I didn't get a, a freshman 15 in college, cause I mean, I had the dining center <laughs> plan and you just, you're there, you just, you just eat like everything yes. you can, then yeah. you leave. But I, I always walked everywhere, even yeah. the dead of winter. I think that was the differentiator between yeah and then you plan accordingly right i mean Mm -hmm. so you plan to have that 15 minute walk or whatever it was and grabbing the lunch before you go so i know i remember doing that as well and i brought my bike as well so Mm -hmm. i was either walking or biking and um i think i may have had the car but i don't remember my freshman year but yeah, yeah, I mean, you even if you have, have a car, choice. you're not getting anywhere close to class no. at Iowa State. Plus, so. you gotta move it to park somewhere further away anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, good times! I love it. Yeah, so motion is definitely a good thing to do every day, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Right, well, with that, uh, appreciate your time today. Yeah. Glad we could finally uh, get you on the podcast here. I appreciate uh, it. So red carpet time. People, you know, like what we were saying. Maybe they think there's a few things uh, you could help them with. How can they get a, in contact with you? Yeah, you can um, I, I call me, 515-865-6670. Um, I am on social media, Gina Schmidt-David. Um, Through It All Marketing and Consulting is another avenue. Um, my address is out there. Otherwise, my uh, Gmail account, which is just uh, G-I-N-A-M-T-19 at gmail.com. So awesome. I look forward to I it. Thanks, Austin. Uh, suggest everybody check out your Facebook page. If anything, just a lot of inspirational, good tips and tricks. So everybody go check out Gina and have a good day. Thank you. And that wraps it up for today's episode of the life endurance podcast. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I certainly enjoyed talking with Gina today. I feel like we hit a lot of good points and it'll definitely give you an idea of a lot of the stuff I like to talk about tools that I use to improve myself, maintain my health, and ultimately am, you know, chasing down those dreams. So I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. I appreciate your time once again. If you want to look me up, you can look me up at uh, Shady Engineering on Instagram and YouTube. If you want to get to know me better, those are definitely the place. Uh, I try to be open, share my experiences, add some value to the world. So with that, I'll sign off and look forward to bringing the next episode to you guys.